Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now for our story. Tonight, in the luxury of his house in Wakefield, Ben Calvert sat alone. There was a book on his lap, but he wasn't reading it. Moodily, Ben reviewed again as he had so many times in past weeks the indignity he'd suffered because of his daughter's actions. But although he was angry with Kit, Ben's family pride was strong. In his mind, he'd managed to twist the truth until he convinced himself that it was not so much Kit who was to blame, but Bill Mead, her former husband. But he told himself Bill would eventually get what he deserved because the false rumor Ben had started would soon take effect. But Mr. Calvert would have been much less complacent had he known that his plan was not working as well as he hoped, thanks to a talk Aunt Mary Lane had with Mario Descari only yesterday. Mary Lane had convinced the young Italian that he was wrong to doubt the loyalty of his wife, Carla, and his good friend, Bill. And tonight, Aunt Mary's niece, Peggy, and Bill himself are on their way to spend the evening with the Descari. Oh, I wish I looked forward to this evening more. But frankly, I dread it. Oh, Bill, you must be. See, Aunt Mary said Mario was like a different person after they talked yesterday. Last evening, you Oh, maybe so. Maybe talking to Aunt Mary did get him on the right track. I only hope so. You know what I think, Jim? Those two people have been alone too much. Out of touch with things. He gives Mario too much time to brood. Even being wrapped up in Kyle the way he is. Yeah. I was really such a swell guy. And we were getting along fine. We used to have a lot of fun together. That's why this business lately... Well, I don't get it. Something happened. That guy at Smitty's wouldn't make a story like that about a nothing. Connecting me with Carla this guy. No, I don't suppose we would. You might exaggerate it, though. Oh, sure, but there must have been some basis, something you heard. And the more I denied that there was anything in it, the more he took this tolerant, just-between-us-men sort of attitude towards me, as if he thought I was just covering up. Gosh, it made me sore. I know. And then when you told me about that dressmaker, the way she acted, that she was trying to warn you to expect the worst from me. <laughs> and it wasn't so darn irritating, it would be funny. This rumor going around as if I were the great lover or something. And of all people, Carla Descari. She said she doesn't see anyone but Mario. How he could believe anything else. Well, of course it's absurd to us, Phil, but remember Mario's quite a simple person. I bet he doesn't start to think things out logically. He just responds emotionally. He starts to think he'd know how foolish it is. But he has that quick temper. Yeah, well, I just hope the evening goes off all right. I hate to lose him as a friend because I really like the guy. 
But I'd still like to know what militia so-and-so originated this gossip that seems to be going around. Not only who, but why they want to. Never know. Some people just have anything better to do than start trouble. Mm. Well, here we are. Keep your fingers crossed, sweetheart. Don't worry, Jack. I have a feeling everything's going to be fine. Oh, Peggy, I'm so glad you could come. If you will, give me your things. I'll put them in the bag. Yeah, so glad you came over, Mr. Mead. How far am I? Hey. Oh, something smells awfully good. Bravo. Wait till you taste it. That Carla, she's a swell cook, you know. I'll say she is. <laughs> Sit down, Peggy. Sit down, both of you. I've got something special. Very good wine. Think you've got an appetite. Then the Andrevasto. Oh, just wait. You're going to have a dinner like you never tasted before in your life. Oh, Mari, oh, Mari. Isn't it awful, Peggy? She talked about it so much, she'd be disappointed. Oh, I doubt it, Thomas. Well, maybe you should give me lessons. And Bill and I get married. I don't want to be one of those brides they make jokes about. You know, you a biscuit for golf balls. Oh, you will be, darling. Don't you worry about that. I'll get the wine. Is there anything I can do to help, Carrie? Not a thing, Peggy. I got everything ready before so we could sit down and talk about our first before dinner. Oh, it's well. I love you, Drake. Don't you mean? Mm-hmm. I made the myself just recently. Oh, you certainly did a professional job. Oh, I love this house. I remember coming here with that Mary when I was just a little... Oh, a glass of wine. Oh. Uh, Peggy. Thanks, Mary. Oh, Mr. Mead, thanks. Uh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I think we ought to do something about this Mr. Mead business. Well, what do you mean, Mr. Mead? <laughs> See, there you go, mistering me again. <laughs> I wish you two would call me Bill. Make me feel a lot better. You don't call Peggy Miss Douglas. Hey, that's right. I never thought about it. You've always been Mr. Mead, though, Mr. Mead. <laughs> that was because we started out in a business way. But now that we're, well, you know, Mariel, now that we're friends, we are friends, aren't we? Sure, of course we are. Oh, you mustn't pay no attention to me. You too, Peggy. I've got a bad temper, and I know it. Sometimes I get mad. Carla tells me I'm crazy. But once I see how wrong I am... Oh, sure. Everybody gets out of sorts now and then. And Mario doesn't mean anything by it when he's cross, but sometimes I'm afraid people might not understand. Oh, of course, Carla. Bill says everybody gets the feeling sort of low sometimes. Don't think about it. Well, now that we got that off our chest, how about it? Will you two wonderful people call me Bill from now on? Sure we will, mister. Oh, <laughs> oh I guess I'll... Oh, <laughs> I guess it'll take a little time to get used to it, Bill. <laughs> That's how you keep working at it. <laughs> hey, how about a toast to celebrate this happy occasion? Good. That's it. To Carla and Marietta Stern. May you have a long, happy life full of the good things you both deserve. Oh, thank you, Bill. Another toast. <laughs> to Bill and Peggy, six well guided. Two good friends. <laughs> no good on speaking, but I'll just say this. Get the best. Oh, goodness. We have any more toast. I'm going to get dizzy. <laughs> you feel okay, Don? Oh, of course. You sure? Honestly. <laughs> you look very lovely, you know. Mary, what do you think of my bride to be? Have you seen the most beautiful thing you ever saw? Oh, You're right, girl. <laughs> yeah, next to my Carla, she's the best looking girl in Wayfield County. <laughs> no, no, the sky had to be so golden, Carla. That's the way you said, Bill. Oh, I'm terribly happy. This is the nicest evening I've had in ages. Oh, that's good, Peggy. The same with me. From now on, you'll have to do things like this more often. The four of us. You and Bill and Carla and you. Good night, Carla. Good night, Mario. We had a wonderful time. Yeah, I'll play with it. Bye now. Bye, Bye. See you soon. Come on, baby. 
Let's go. All right. It's a wonderful party. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's a swell day. And the dinner was all right, wasn't it? All right. It was perfect. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see that bill? You had three helpings. <laughs> oh, I think they had a good time, don't you? Oh, sure they did. You can tell when people enjoy themselves. And Milo, you had a good time, too, didn't you? Yes, baby. Yes, Carla, baby. I did. And we're, we're not going to be silly anymore. You know that Billy's a good friend. You can see how much he loves Peggy, can't you? He's crazy about her. Yeah, you can tell. Well, they'll be happy together, those two. Yes, of course they will. And so will we again, now that, now that we have such good friends and all that foolishness is over. Come here, Peggy. Oh, my, 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 I love you so much. Yeah, Peggy. We're not two people. Just one. You're me, I'm you. Yes, Miles. We won't ever get split into two people again, will we? Promise, Miles. Oh, I promise. Finally, you go ahead upstairs. I'll put out the light. And Mary's instinct had been right. She knew that the four young people would forget their differences if they spent an evening together. Mario, seeing how deeply Bill loved Peggy and happy in the love of his own lovely young wife, would understand that he had no reason to distrust them either. But Ben Calvert wouldn't have been pleased if he could have known what happened tonight at the Discovery Farm, for apparently the malicious gossip he spread is not to have the effect Ben hoped for. But I wonder if Ben will let it rest at that once he realizes what has happened. <laughs> 